recording right now? Yeah. <laughs> we can start over. No, I just didn't know. I thought we were talking about Carnita still, your favorite we bar lady. Okay. Um, yeah, everybody go see a rumble teaser. It's our friend UCB. Zach's. You, I just, I'm, I'm registering that my voice has changed now that I know we're recording. <laughs> And I'm like uh, uh, enunciating. I'm projecting a little bit more. I'm. Um, that's a little snippet from one of my favorite favorite ever 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 movies, Bayford in Japan, where they learn all about Japan. They go there and they meet the bamboo princess. And if you haven't seen it, listener, you're missing out. But guess what? Don't fret. It's all on YouTube. I was I was telling Robin that I would just watch that one song over and over as a child and be like, this is probably the greatest singer. This is probably the greatest singer in the world. The and Bamboo Prince. I stand by that, yeah. Well, she's singing about that moon. Mm-hmm. And listener, if you know us at all, you know that we knew about the super blood moon. Mm-hmm. I didn't also, get to wait, see correction. Zach's... Uh, group rumple teaser you can still see oh. it's women and men oh, oh sorry. yeah go see women and men, women and men. but this you know coming the other one too saturday and next that saturday and then and at a different space again. no at a different space that we'll just tell you about <laughs> another time because ucb east is closing down and um, right. and but right. nobody worry um, um, but yeah, also go see Rumble Teaser. Zach is in mm-hmm. a wonderful musical improv group, and it is a sight and a, what a ear to behold. What ear a, to behold. Yeah, and it's also named after ear a cat from Cats. To behold. Um. Yeah. The Super Wolf Blood Moon Rising in Leo. It fucked me up. Was let me, let me ask this weekend. Uh, tell me your impressions, thoughts, feelings from beholding the moon. I was singing the moon song. Moon. Um. It was like negative fourteen degrees. Yep. I was in Connecticut. I had on my flannel pajamas, yep. a, a, a fleecy on top of that, mm-hmm. my bathrobe on top of that, three blankies, you a got hat, to. boots. I just stood out there two hours. Oh, my God. Just yelling, look so at it, cool. howling at it, uh, holding up my crystals to it and being like one foot <laughs> above my head is still farther. You got to charge them yeah, up. got to charge them um, It was really great. But you know what I'll say? What? That last blood moon that you and I saw together. That's a That was a special moon. That was truly a, a much more red moon. Mm-hmm. A, a rounder moon. It was a harvest moon, everyone. It was a gorgeous I think the next yeah. blood moon is going to come 2021. God willing, we'll be in better shape. Or we'll all then. be dead. Or we'll be dead, I hope. Yeah, so we'll have to just um, stick around to find out. There's maybe. no meat left in that can. Oh, maybe. You <laughs> Hold on. Talk amongst yourself. She's desperate. Maybe she's just eating you some ate meat all out of a can. In that can it's wonderful. She's doing great. You're my special. She's girl. a growing girl. She's a growing girl. Oh, she's not. Yes, she is. All right. You're not gonna get any meat out of that can. Oh. Man. Well, I mean, we were just born to spoil our cats. What can we say? <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> um, you know what I did uh, on on it was Sunday, right? The blood moon. Or was yes. it Saturday? Yes, it was, um, I believe, Sunday night. Um, I watched uh, the remake of Suspiria. How was it? It was, you know, okay. While it was happening, I was, like, being kind of blasé, and I was like, this is not good. With the hindsight of a day, 
I'm like, I liked it. I okay. did like it. And after going online and reading more, like, you know, thoughts, reviews, mm. input on it, I'm like, I did like it. Tilda, of course, of course, was a revelation. I cannot wait. You know how I feel about the wig. I, I uh, the wig was worse than I could have prepared wow. for. Wow, it maybe was it's so maybe it's making bad. a point. Maybe it's a maybe it's a point. It was so bad. If they had moved it, but a quarter of an inch down, it would have been probably okay. Mm. But as it was, it was it was supremely distracting. Yeah, maybe that you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's it is jarring. It's supposed to really provoke you. It, it, into you might be shaving right. an inch off of your yeah, yeah, yeah. your front having head. an Eliz- Elizabethan forehead <laughs> front head <laughs> you know speaking of Elizabethan forehead I do want to see that Margot Robbie um, Saoirse Ronan Ooh. Mary Queen of Scots movie that oh came out. yeah that's right yeah I would love to see that maybe it's playing up the street at the new what's it yeah I just love the idea of like a costume and makeup department being like Mm-mm-mm. okay let's make Margot just Robbie like, ugly now just like we're having fun today yeah let's put some cakey makeup ready. on her face and she's still more beautiful than come everyone on. Uh, um, yeah I do want to see it also I I do love that um, Olivia Coleman I think that's her name oh yeah she got nominated, nominated for I know. I have to see the favorite still. Yeah, it's so good. Um, I so I could not rent and thus had to buy Suspiria. So mm. whenever you want to watch it, yeah, let's do. I'll watch it again. You know, I had a a day's worth of mimosas in me mm. when I saw it. Um, so I it could probably do for rewatching. Hey, could you show? Oh, hey. Love you. There's a special kind of feeling. Of like being uh, having been day drunk and then like you're not anymore. Yeah. That's one of my lowest Weird, weird, weird hangover. Yeah. And then the next day, yesterday, I slept till almost 3 p.m. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, because I was up till like 1.30 watching Suspiria, and then I was like, well, I got to get that out before I go to sleep. Well, I could show you on my on my Fitbit tracker. Uh-oh. My sleep tracker. Were you up all night? Steadily falling asleep at 3.45 in the morning. Oh, my God. Why and so And then just late? like waking up. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Last night it was just like five hours of tidying up. Just like did get, you watch that tidying show? up? No, and I never will. I never will, and I gotta say, I'm I'm coming out strong against it. I'm coming out strong against the whole thing of sparking joy. Yeah. First of all, what if nothing sparks joy? Yeah. Second of all, the only thing I can, the only things that spark joy are things that. I don't need... Let me rephrase that. Everything I need doesn't spark joy. Like, I need clothes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, probably some food. But the things that I actually like are alcohol Mm -hmm. and a cat. Sure. That's about it. I, um... My major thing is that it... It throws me into a tailspin cyclone where, like, where I'm like, what even is be joy? Have I felt joy? Mm. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, do well, what is a spark? Is yes. that joy? Mm-hmm. Is this joy? Like, is the recognition that I need, I know I need it joy? Is the feeling of guilt being like somebody gave me this, I yeah. should love it Is like Is like wanting it, but feeling guilty that you mm-hmm. do want it joy? Is or, liking how it looks, but knowing it's functionless? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't That's know. Like, and I also Either I get rid of care. everything or nothing. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Tell me. I'm begging you. I have this crazy thing. You know that I can't resist a deal. 
a steal and a deal. And to be honest, listener, my uh, J. Yeah. Crew sale stuff showed up today. I've never been happier. Yeah. It's great Happy to get something for almost nothing. Ooh, a steal. Even if you don't really even want the thing. No. And that's how I came upon having three Dutch ovens. Now, let me tell you. Yeah, but you got two coats out of this sale. I did get did two coats out yet? of the sale. I did. I did. Mm. They're incredible. One of them I will never wear. But it's truly like a pink. It's a showstopper. Coat. I love it. I need to have spindly spider legs though, and like come to the chunky art show. Heels. Come to the the work art show. On They'll Friday. be like, come who's right this there. like walking bubblegum princess? No, and then you'll be like, it's me, the queen of the town. Mm. Anyway. I'll try. I'll try. No, you do love a steal and a deal more than anybody I know. That's why you have so many haunted antiques. That is true, but the Dutch <laughs> ovens is another thing. I I, I went didn't to Goodwill. You had three. I went to well, you know what. On Saturday morning, I had zero. At Saturday night, I had three. I had three. Bim, boom, bam. Sometimes it breaks down like that. Uh, Goodwill, went there, found a Dutch oven, barely used, bought it, went on to the TJ Maxx, found a Staub, bought it. Wait, you sought out another one? No. No, I didn't. That's the crazy thing. Is that it just was there. Dutch oven on the brain, and I just saw it, and they came to me. <gasps> that reminds me. I randomly went to TJ Maxx this weekend, <laughs> and I thought of you because I found an incredible yeah. pair of open-toed booty, little low-heeled booties with mm-hmm. an open toe, and I was like, no, 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 this is crazy. It's January, but then I saw the price, and I was like, for $15. I know. Normally, like, 60 and Insane. I thought of you, and I was like, I'm... Giving myself $50. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. I got him. Here's my, here's what happens. I bought him. So like, so, okay. As soon also as I saw Ariana this. Grande song came out and I was like, I want it, I got it. I, yeah. And then I was like, no, you fucking dumb I shit. I do hate that song. You have nothing. I'm going to come out strong against that song. Because <laughs> oh, it's I like. a lot of conflicted feelings. I don't want it. I don't, I don't well, like it. Well, she stole a princess Nokia song. Yes. It is a stolen song. It is a stolen song. Um, I do Everybody love her, support but Princess on. Nokia. Yes. So, yeah, somehow I just bought three Dutch ovens. Um, where, <laughs> where was the third Dutch oven? Where is the third one from? The third Dutch oven. I, I, I Dutch ovened myself. Like a fable. The third one, yeah. I went on the internet after. You to, did buy a third. Oh, yes. But I on went the internet, to I, I went to look up how much. So you can't just like find something and then not look up what it originally costs. Oh well, yeah, that's fair. So I went and I found out that this Dutch oven is a French crazy Dutch oven that's originally five hundred dollars. Crazy. And it was here. Here was fifty bucks. That is why. So I was like, well, I'm buying this what no matter even, what. What do you put in it? A chicken. You can do anything. Okay. You can make bread in it. You can put a whole chicken in there. Mm-hmm. You can do a stew. Mm. Literally anything you'd like. You can nice. braise in it. You can uh, poach in it. You can do anything in the world. That sounds nice. Anything in the world. Sounds you can like also cook something separately, put it inside the Dutch oven just for Keep show. Keep it warm? Oh, I see. Wonderful piece. For like a, like a Christmas ham? Mm-hmm. Moral of the story, I now have $1,500 worth of Dutch oven. So, but why did you buy the third one? Because it was at an even higher discount online yes <laughs> do you need not only did one? i already have two dutch ovens but the prospect of saving 475 dollars on something you can't, i mean at that point it's like i it was can't so enticing not. that i was like i guess i have three of these now 
And you know what? You'll see them and you'll you'll understand that it's the right thing. I'm sure the the weight of them alone is going to people put these on their registries and then never get them. Yeah. And god damn it. You, I registered myself and I got them for my own self. I uh, I fully did not let myself go into the home section Mm-mm. of TJ Maxx because I knew something like that would happen. And I also knew that. I was taking Metro North back yeah. here and I was like, Ugh, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. Um, I also am just in so much debt that mm. I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Stop Listeners, it. I don't know. Send us a five dollars. We love deals. We need to be able to shop. I need more Dutch ovens. I need a pair of open-toed booties, not the ones I just bought. A second pair with a slightly higher heel. Mm, she needs it. I do need it. She deserves it. I would like it, and therefore I need it. I want to be able to make ten chickens at one time. <laughs> In order to do so that, wild. I need enough Dutch ovens. <gasps> yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. You know, I can't, I, it, you've turned me into a deal hunter and now I can't stop. Yeah, it feels good. I will say when the J. Crew sale stuff started, listener, by the way, if you forgot, uh, it was clearance plus 60% off. Yeah. That nuts. means, that means I got a dress that was $178 for 30 That's crazy. I got a bathing suit for $9. It feels crazy to say. It ain't right. Mm. I got a leather bag, listener. The bag, mm. the bag was thirty five dollars. It's really cute. It's really cute. It's and a very sweet cute baby. And petite and small and cute. Yeah, but this is why I have anyway, so much stuff, yeah. and it's bad. It's not good. It's I, bad. It's really bad. I feel very nervous for my future. And mm-hmm. then you know, immediately after the J Crew sale send, uh, ended, I was like, I'm out of money. Oh God! So. I just remembered that because I have too much stuff, I bought something else to hold the stuff. What? I got like a small dresser. To hold more stuff. When? Today. Earlier this very day. Wait, online? Yes. I don't know. I don't, I need I mean, some intervention. Yeah, I, as soon as the J. Cruz sale ended, I was like, all right, time to, time to go online and pay off my surely meager credit card balance. Maybe no. we do need to know what sparks joy. I know. <laughs> Maybe we need to find out. <laughs> I mean, I'm against I it still. I am no but longer allowing myself to yeah. buy pretty much anything. I say that I'm, now, but... <laughs> I know. And then I went into Jake, er, to TJ Maxx, and I was like, oh, these booties. But no. Damn I am so broke. I cannot afford it. Yeah. I, like, can't order food. I can't... Whatever. I did so buy you're welcome, everyone. $11 bottle of white wine, oh, and nice. that's for you, listener. It's delicious. It's got a sheep on it's it. Sheep. It's wonderful. It's a sheep wearing a sweater, which is very funny. Listener, it's all for you. It's all for you. Um, that being said, sorry for this all the year, deal talk. Sorry for the deals and the steals. That being said, we do offer you five people to listen to this wonderful Come entertainment on. every week, and probably <laughs> maybe this year. This year, I'm going to say our resolution is to create more content and maybe open up a, a little bit of a Patreon account. A and I'm going to say that out loud. Sure. That way, I can hold myself. To I don't it. think that's. That's out of the realm of... And listeners, if you guys would like to hear me every week read you a spooky, scary story in wonderful accents and do all the character voices... You know you would. That's something I'd like to offer you Mm -hmm. for perhaps even a dollar a month. (laughs) So think about it. Perhaps as low as one One single dollar. Listener, four quarters. This week I sent you... Uh, article about a town in Italy where they're selling houses oh, for a dollar. 
Girl, did I pass that article yeah. around to everybody Single I Single dollar. Okay, the stipulation is you have to spend uh, $17,000 yeah. within a year. Honestly, years. so doable. Very doable, especially if you buy one of the mansions there and you open up, like, a fucking retreat or something. Also, yeah, just the really. renovations alone on the house. Well, right. I, you get under the Tuscan sun, that bad boy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, I don't know what you should look up if you want to find that, but I think you just Google, One dollar like, Italy house. <laughs> Italy house, one dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. probably it. That's probably yeah, it. Yeah, probably a lot of and people then, already And then sort by uh, news on mm, Google. Mm. Do you have any news. ghost news for me this week? Um, I can find some right now if you want to fill. I'm trying to think about um, some like some ghosty stuff that happened to me. But you know what? Oh, we did God. get some messages from our friend Sasha about her friend. Yes. Who heard some, I believe they were dragging sounds. Love it. Um, let me go back and, and find that in massages real quick. Oh, uh, massages. Ba, 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 ba. No, Stephanie, Gotta no, you do can't anything for buy more stuff. Okay, there's your video of Moon Moon. Moon. Okay. Here we go. Sasha says, guys, my good friend just bought a cabin in upstate New York to live in year-round, and it's deaf haunted. She sent us a very scary video of what looks like a quarry yeah. underground. It's like a mine shaft. And said she keeps, honestly, though, it kind of looks like the trash room in my basement she said <laughs> she keeps hearing knocks in sets of three and she sent me a picture of the cellar and this is it uh, there's the scary photo uh i told her to salt the corners but it might be too late she That's was like my house really good tip. noises yeah Sasha knows what to do here's the thing though you don't want to salt the ghost in with you that's true it's the one thing if you're trapping it. So find you got to find somewhere in your house where you're definitely safe. Yeah, yeah. Well, Salt the basement, that bad boy. maybe you don't have to go in that much. Yeah. Okay, so she sent us a, a the girl's text which said loud bangs that sound like someone throwing their weight into a door in a set of 3. That's just uh, my cat. Hoping it's some loose boards up there. There's another sound that happens too, which sounds like scraping and then a clattering That's like not a broom falling down a wall and then bouncing a bit. Wow. Anyway. A broom falling down a wall and then bouncing a bit is some kind of crazy lord. Like, what? What would even... I mean, there are so many things it could be. That's a skeleton sound. Well, that's a clattering. Yeah. A clattering on anything is, is the sound of a bone falling. <laughs> mm. Wow. <laughs> okay, I have just Googled the word ghost and clicked news. Great. So let's see. Getting a lot of stuff about a Swedish rock band. If you guys are just tuning in for the first time, this is not a podcast about steals and deals. It's about ghosts. Although You're listening to That's the Spirit. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm Steph. That's Robin. We love to buy We do like steals and deals, but we, we don't also have any money. like ghosts. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let me check out this news. It is at last loaded. Bah, 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 bah. Another bit of personal news is that my dogs have kennel cough. What does that mean? It's awful. It's just a, like an upper respiratory infection they got from going to get groomed because other dogs are there. Terrible. It's like a person getting sick in a hospital, you know? Yeah. All right. That makes sense. They'll be okay, okay but man, does it sound terrible. I want to hug them. And- Aww. All right. So uh, there's nothing good in ghost news except... 
That's a book too soon. Explorers make chilling discovery in abandoned prison. Wow. And they're... Oh, my God, guys. The Couple Above Me. Oh. The saga of The Couple Above Oh, no. Okay. Guys. Oh, no. In the past two weeks, this couple has broken up louder and crazier than any couple I've ever heard. They had the wildest breakup of the decade. Yeah. Then I heard them full-on boning down for, like, seven hours. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. Yeah. And I don't know if it was them or or different part. I don't know who it was, who actually lives there full-time. And then, yesterday, they got in another breakup-style fight, and it sounds like something is happening again. Wow. Okay, anyway. We may have to stop and just listen real quick throughout the pod. We might, honestly. But Here's no, a big so tip for other New Yorkers. Don't yell that loudly in your house. Everybody can I hear what's you, happening. I told the woman was sobbing. Yeah. She must have been laying on the ground, and her bedroom must be right above my bedroom because it sounded like she was in the room with me. Horrible. <laughs> it really scared the fucking That is fuck the scariest worst thing. What if uh, you ask bit. your super and he's like, Nobody's that you must been live <laughs> empty for five hundred years. And then I'd be like, tell that fucking. I also don't know why. Fuck up. In my in my like story of this, your super He's has like a an old prospector man from accent. A Stephen King yeah. story. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's uh, they've. Uh, I would be annoyed normally, but like their saga is really. Mm. It's fueling my creative energy. You do love reality love TV. I know. It's it you is do. very much like filling that mm. for me. Um, anyway, blah, blah, I don't blah, know blah, who's, blah. who's first this week. I can go first. I'm pretty excited. Was last excited week about the Tetzelverm? Yes, yeah, so then I went was first. Yeah. The Tetzelverm. Mm. I love him. I do too. All right, so Stephanie, this is actually, and I'm going to re glug 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 myself before sure. we get going. Sure. And you as well, because Just I'm going to tell you about one of my. My favorite really? topics. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I was thrilled that there was info on this because I didn't know before I Googled. You know how yeah. How you'll Google uh, I know too a well. verb or an adjective or a noun and Barge's then song. Ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um Ooh, I should look up Barge's ghosts. Barge's ghosts? Yeah, for sure. A mm. lot of lot of them. Probably Bermuda Triangle. Mm. Not the song. But okay. <laughs> um I'm gonna be talking to you today about Mount Everest. Oh! <gasps> oh, wow. Okay. Let's you get know, into we've talked it. about Everest bodies on the pod before. Oh, yeah, it's not about bodies. It's okay. not about bodies. Okay, great. Don't okay. worry. Is it about a Yeti? Is there an abominable snowman up there? No, there's a, there's a tiny mention of a Yeti. Okay, sweet. But you, you'll see. Love a Yeti. So, Mount Everest is plagued with supernatural phenomena ghost sightings, and other unexplained occurrences. Rescue missions on the mountain, as we've probably talked about, are considered suicidal. Yep. Stranded hikers are sometimes left exposed to the elements so long that they don't survive. And, like, on Everest, that can mean 15 seconds. Yep. Uh, The mountain is like an open graveyard. Corpses are abandoned, frozen in the snow, pretty much everywhere. Since the first successful ascent of K2 in 1954... Over 25% of people who have attempted the summit have died, which is pretty wild to is think K2 about. Is K2 the same thing as Everest? I think so. Maybe I'll look it not. up. Maybe not. 
Um, in fact, the area between around 8,000 meters and the tops of those mountains is referred to as the death zone. Ooh, the death zone? Yeah. I don't like that. I know. I really don't like it. It makes me feel woozy also thinking about, like, running low on oxygen. Yes. Like that. Um, anyway, because of these statistics, it's no wonder that ghost sightings on Mount Everest are inevitable. Um, a lot of the scientific K2 community... K2 is a different mountain. Okay, well... There's a play app named K2, and that's why I asked. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Cool. Adjust that as you I will. think it was so. a perspective thing. Yeah. Um, so, in the scientific community, uh, most people feel that ghostly sightings above 8,000 meters have a more logical explanation, um, mainly, like, the side effects of being at high altitude. A hallucination? Yeah. Um, when you're that high up... Like in the death zone, temperatures way below freezing obviously inflict frostbite. It's hard to sleep. Uh, reflection of light on the snow causes snow blindness. Mm. But maybe worst of all, the lack of atmospheric pressure and attendant low oxygen, which can get around 30% of that at sea level. So you're operating with like a very limited oxygen supply, which sounds like it's it choking, makes me suffocating. Feel sick. Yeah. Um, that can cause altitude sickness and high-altitude cerebral edema, also known as mm-hmm. HACE. Uh, in the latter condition, the brain swells up, leading to hampered speech and mental function, poor decision-making, impaired coordination, hallucinations, and loss of touch with reality. I wonder if that lasts. Like, if you go back down the, you know, mm-hmm. to the base can you suffer from this long-term? Are there any lasting side effects? I don't think you can because I think that's why you bring the oxygen with you in case, like, well, but you're brain supposed swelling, to keep doing it. I'm sure if, it, if you were ignoring yeah, that's it, true. it would be some lasting effects. Yeah, I bet you're right. Well, Lord, that's even scarier. I know. Well, like, you you're not out of the woods even if you make it down. No, even if you make it down, you probably have to stay, like, a day or two overnight for observation. Just a, a hot take. Don't fucking climb out of you fucking do dummies. it. Come I remember on. when Jessica Biel was like, I'm going to climb, climb Mount Everest. I remember being like, it doesn't sound that hard. And then I like read about it and I was like, mm, yep, she should no, not do that. No, go climb Kilimanjaro or something. I mean, yeah, or like just, you know, stick, stick to what you know. Yeah, if you haven't trained your whole life to climb mountains, whatever. I don't know. I don't really get it. So, as we talked about... It's littered with bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, people come from all around the world to climb the mountain, um, but not all of them survive. There are avalanches, blah, blah, blah. As we said, people wander away from the group. They freeze to death. Um, uh, a lot of the bodies go unidentified as well. Mm-hmm. In 2017, four bodies were discovered in a tent on an Everest base camp. Analysts believe the campers passed away due to altitude sickness, but the creepy thing about it is that None of the local climbing agencies reported any climbers missing, and nobody, like, claimed the people as their own. They were just a random group of four people who hadn't registered at all. Nobody reported family members missing or friends or anything. Nobody had any idea who they were. They were never identified. Never? No. They didn't four have ID on them? No, just four guys. Wow. 2017. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> Pemba Dorhe, a Sherpa from Nepal, confessed to spotting black shadows during his 2004 ascent of Mount Everest. He noted, quote, 
When I paused at a mound of rocks, I saw some spirits in the form of black shadows coming towards me, stretching their hands and begging for something to eat. Oh, no, 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 no. He theorized that the shadows were perhaps spirits belonging to mountaineers killed during past climbs. Um, And his theory doesn't seem too crazy because it's sometimes tradition in that area to leave a deceased climber's body on the mountain as a form of respect rather than trying to drag it down. Mm -hmm. He and other Sherpas believe the ghosts will continue to haunt the mountain until a proper funeral funeral rite can be performed on their souls. Um, Anyway, we talked a little bit about the corpses before. There's one super famous one known as Green Boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, people think his real name is Sewang Paljor. His body is now a landmark uh, for people ascending the mountain. Yeah. Um, passengers cli- er, passing climbers occasionally pose with the body and take pictures with it. Seems disrespectful. It really does. Yeah. And uh, in the past decade, I believe, David Sharp, a fellow mountaineer, died of hypothermia right next to his body. So there are two bodies in the same little pile now. Uh, You've also got Mohan Singh, a a resident of Bemni, which is a local Himalayan village, who reportedly encountered a strange man outside his home one day while chopping wood during the winter months of 2009. The sky turned black, and the stranger demanded to know why Singh was cutting the trees. Then he reached for Singh's shirt, but the stranger's fingers went right through his body, just like a ghost's finger Mm. point. Throughout the altercation, the stranger's body continuously changed sizes, (gasps) growing up to nine feet tall, then suddenly shrinking to the height of a chicken. Nope. 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 Height of a chicken. I love that they're not like a foot. No, they're like height of a chicken. A chicken height. Well, it's either nine foot or height of a chicken. Mm. After escaping the strange man, Singh found himself with an intense fever. He believed the only way to resolve the fever was to slaughter a goat. Why? During a special exorcism ceremony arranged by a Hindu priest. Checks out. Sure. In June 1933, Frank Smythe suddenly sensed he wasn't... Smythe? That's his name? No, Smythe. Smythe? Like Smith with Mm. a... Gotcha. Sensed he wasn't alone as he descended from one of Mount Everest's notorious death zones... During a break from the arduous journey, he encountered the presence of a man. Smith divided his mint cake between him and the man, attempting to share half of it with his companion. Mm, mint cake. Mm, it mm. does sound good. Yeah. Sometime later, Smythe discovered two dark, bulbous objects hovering above him. He described them as, quote, two curious objects floating in the sky. They strongly resembled kite balloons in shape, but one possessed what appeared to be squat, underdeveloped wings. Ew. And the other, a protuberance suggestive of a beak, like the spout of a tea kettle. A horrible proboscis? A horrible proboscis. No. Yeah, a hooked proboscis. I can't talk. A beak. That's what I have. Uh, they shut up. They hovered motionless, but sleep, but seemed slowly to pulsate. Ugh. A pulsation incidentally. I don't like bulbous pulsating. Come on, with a beak. Those words. Be beaked? No, a beaked bulbous pulsating thing. Beaked bulbous pulsating. Oh no. A pulsation incidentally much slower than my own heartbeat. Wow. Then the inexplicable objects remained pulsating over him until eventually disappearing in a passing mist. This does mm. seem like drugs. It does seem or oxygen. Or oxygen. Yeah, thing. Um, arguably, the best evidence of real Yetis actually comes from photographs of numerous large footprints Get found in, there. in snow on Mount Everest. Yes. 
Some of the photos were snapped by Himalayan mountaineer Eric Shipton, and he shared, quote, it was on one of the glaciers, glaciers, I don't know, <laughs> glacier. glaciers, glacier, <laughs> uh, of the Menlung Basin at a height of about 19,000 feet that late one afternoon we came across those curious footprints in the snow. We did not follow them further than was convenient, about a mile or so, for we were carrying heavy loads at the time. Blah, 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 blah. These particular ones seemed to be very fresh, probably not more than 24 hours old. We had no doubt whatever that the creatures, for there had been at least two, that had made these tracks were yetis or wild men. Wow. Or wild men. Or wild men. (laughs) You know, one or the other. Um, So, yeah, as we said, low oxygen and other physical stresses can also account for a common phenomenon, which mountaineers report a sense of an additional phantom person. Ew. Oh, no. An additional An phantom additional person. An additional phantom person. Oh, can you imagine just being, like, finally alone like, at last? Oh, no. Nope. Somebody's like, here. Relax. Some assholes like, fucking hanging out person. here. And you know what? Realize. That's different than a ghost. A phantom person, much different than a ghost. It's an uninvited guest as yeah. opposed to a spooky scare. Yeah, or even, like, it's an intruder. Yes. Instead of a so. fun guest. Yeah. yeah, it's an intruder. Real intrusion. Um, it does feel like an invasion of yeah. your personal space. In 1975, Dougal <laughs> Haston and Doug Scott claimed to sense a third climber aiding their survival during one particularly brutal night on the mountain. Haston and Scott were members of the first expedition that successfully climbed Mount Everest using an uncharted path. Their hiking method utilized finger holds, edges, and smears rather than the normal crack climbing. The ghostly mountaineer that the men encountered apparently provided extra company and encouragement. Haston and cool. Scott claimed that the phantom climber talked them through the night and helped them make it until the morning. Wow, a ghost protected them. Yeah. Wow. And then we've got Baba Harbhajan Singh, an Indian Army soldier known as the Hero of Nathala, who passed away in 1968 after slipping into a stream while escorting a oh, mule in the man. Himalayas. His body was eventually recovered by a search party supposedly led by his own ghost. What? I thought you were going to say led by the mule. (laughs) Oh, that would be a beautiful tale of friendship. Yeah. Singh entered soldiers' dreams and informed them of his death. He would also randomly appear on horseback, guiding the search party to his body. Not the first case of dream inception that ghosts have done. True. They kind of like to do that. The Greenbrier ghost. (gasps) That's right. Oh, shout out. Uh, some people say that Singh's ghost still protects India's borders against any impending attacks. Okay, then these guys really scare me. Okay. Julia Tullis was a British climber and the third woman. This is not Everest, as we established. I This is K2? This is K2. That's okay. They're basically samesies. Um, I think it's the second tallest mountain in the world. Yeah. They're both mountains. You know. Yeah. Death um, Yeah. Julia Tullis uh, was the third woman to summit K2 in July 1986. The months surrounding her climb saw 13 deaths on the mountain, which came to be known as the Black Summer. During her descent with her partner, Tullis suffered a bad fall, severe frostbite to one hand, and blurred vision, likely stemming from HACE, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. She died while trapped at Camp 4 with several other climbers, and her body was left on the mountain. Years later, in 1992, uh, Thor Kieser and Scott Fisher, members of an American-Russian team, were jolted out of an unusual quiet at base camp by the sound of a voice coming over the communications radio. Camp 4 to base camp, do you read? Over, the voice said. 
Both Kieser and Fisher knew that no one was on the mountain at that time, and the voice was that of a British woman. <gasps> Similarly, Wanda Rutkowitz, an accomplished Polish mountaineer who earlier in 1986, so same year, became the first woman ever to climb K2, had survived the descent and went on to climb several other 8,000-foot mountains before dying in her bid to climb mm. Kachajunga in 1992. After Rutkowitz's death, Jordan writes, her friend Eva Matsueska was awoken in the middle of the night by a telephone call and upon answering, heard Rutkowitz's voice at the other end of the line. What? Delighted to hear her friend's voice, Matsuwiska pleaded, we are all in despair. Where are you? The voice responded, I am cold. I am very cold, but don't cry. Everything will be fine. But when are you, but why aren't you coming back? Her friend persisted. I cannot now, Wanda's voice said before the phone went dead. <gasps> I cannot now because because I am a that's fucking crazy. Also, what I've learned is that if you climb mountains for a living, you're gonna you're gonna die on one. You probably are gonna die. One of them is gonna conquer you. Yeah, you can't you can't conquer them all. Yeah, I mean, um, I want to say. But I like the idea of people like really going for it and reaching their limits and doing extremes. But there is a there is a point where I'm like, why the fuck? Like you know that that movie that came out this year, Free Solo. Oh yeah. Part of me's like, why? What even the fuck are you doing? Yeah. There is a sense, a very strong sense for me of, oh no, you've chosen <laughs> oh, no. to do something. That seems, I'm sure, personally fulfilling, but not only incredibly dangerous and uncomfortable, but probably going to kill you. I'm going to go ahead. You know what? I'm going to get some negative press on this one. We weren't made to climb freezing cold mountains But I feel like there's, sure, there's an element of, like, uh, you know, furthering mankind's legacy. Sure. I also feel like there's an element of selfish gain. Yeah. Of I think being like, I'm true. so obsessed that I'm just going to, like... That being said, yeah, it's fucking nuts that he did that. Or that anybody climbs Mount yeah. Everest. Insane. Yeah. But, uh, like, congrats to you. But also, I do not know. Kind of what's the point? Kind of, what are you... What is happening? Right, it's like, we've been to the top. We know what's up there. And a lot of the time, people die on the way up. So... What is the point? I like, don't if know. you just want to prove that you're a very strong person, there are other ways to do it. Yeah, or like, uh, you know, you're just lucky to have ever been born, so don't yeah. risk it. <laughs> don't risk it. Don't become a landmark on a mountain that people like take a photo of. As I don't they want pass. A green boots myself. No, I don't want a Christopher McCandless myself. No, 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 no. Pro- you don't listeners. Have, if you protect don't your to, don't protect do yourself, it. protect your health, protect yourself, protect Stay your bodies. Inside. Go reach for the stars, but also realize that um, realize you'll that never ever actually out, reach the stars. You know that, right? That. You yeah. know the stars are too far away, right? You know the the mountain don't give a fuck. Yeah, you know unless you're an astronaut, like you ain't gonna make it to the stars. Nah. Okay. And like, no matter how many mountains you climb, you're not gonna be remembered. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. That was the part where. I'm against that now. <laughs> oh, I just mean in like 500 years. Sure, gonna yeah. remember anybody. Yeah, that's why I keep on... Never mind. Unless you're <laughs> mythologically hot like Cleopatra, and then yeah. you'll live on forever. Yeah, I was going to say that's why I keep on burying little clay pots in the yes. ground with like facts about myself. Yeah. 
You yeah. have to be so so supernaturally hot yeah. that you live forever. Guys, there's no law against putting a time capsule in the ground saying that you were someone incredible. That okay? you were the hottest person to ever be alive. No, yeah. you can say that. There's no there's day. no law against saying that you were the, the queen of the world. Yeah. Okay? Just put it in there. Write your own history. Include a photo and just and just say like this is this was the zenith of perfection. Yep. And then in in you know uh, considering probably humanity won't live that long, but thousands of years from now, somebody's going to be like, that's what I want to be. Yeah, somebody's going to be like, wow, I found, like, this cool alternative Mm -hmm. idol that, like, nobody knows about. Or, of course, we're going to shoot the podcast into space. Well, yeah, we are going to send it out on a golden record of space. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes. (laughs) People are going to say, wow. We're going to send it with a chimp up into space. Don't you that I know that what I said was wrong. You know that chimp is a trigger word for me. Yeah, we really can't. Even, we don't even have time right now. Ooh. Yeah, that was really fun, and I'm, I'm spooky scared. I mean, it's so cold out. I was like, what's the coldest thing I can think of? Mount a mountain. Everest. Yeah. Um, have you a ghost for me? Yeah, actually, two. Because I have my encyclopedia of ghosts and spirits. There it is. Oh, the, the there it is. The what one should I do first? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Dealer's choice. All right. Well, I'm going to do the one that's less funny first. Okay. I have two. Okay. This is Hearn the Hunter. Oh. I'm ready. Honestly, and I will say this, extremely sexy ghost. Oh, all right. I well, I will say if you're, if, you're, if you're into like, um, part of me is it does appreciate like a very hyper masculinity, like a Thor type masculinity. Yeah. Like a, like, you know, like a Norseman. Like a Norseman. Yeah. yeah. You know this. <laughs> Hearn the Hunter is a spectral huntsman who haunts the ancient forest of Windsor Great Park near Windsor Castle in England, according to legend. Hearn wears chains, sick, nice, and has stag's antlers growing from his head. Oh my my god. He appears riding on a spectral black horse accompanied by baying phantom hounds. Um, Did you design him? I wish. Your dream. According to legend... Hearn was a royal huntsman to the king, said to be either Richard II, Henry the Roman numeral, or Henry the other Roman numeral. <laughs> I think it's six or, no, no, seventh or eighth. Okay. Uh, on a hunt, Hearn saved the king from being killed by a wounded stag. I guess a wounded stag was, like, running towards the king oh, to like, kill him with yeah. his antlers. Uh, by throwing himself in front of the animal, he was mortally wounded as he lay dying. Mm. A wizard appeared. What? And advised the king that Hearn could be saved by cutting off the stag's antlers and tying them to his head. Okay? This story has it all. Yeah. This the king did, and Hearn recovered. The grateful king bestowed favors upon the huntsman for several years until the other huntsmen became so jealous that they convinced (gasps) the king to dismiss Hearn. Oh, come on. I know. Devastated. Hearn went out to an oak tree in the park and hanged himself. No. He has haunted the grounds ever since. English ghost investigator Peter Underwood has suggested that the most English-sounding investigator, (laughs) Peter Peter Underwood, Underwood. has suggested that the real Hearn the Hunter was the huntsman of Richard II, uh, 1377 through 99. This huntsman did, in fact, hang himself in 1863. How come... 
Oh, no, no. Did hang himself <laughs> during, like, the 1300s, like I said. Okay. Um, on an oak tree near the castle. The oak tree blew over in, in 1863. Got it. And was replanted by Queen Victoria. Oh. Her and it may have been actually much older than this. Might have been even a pagan thing. Oh, pagan roots. Love it. His stag antlers gave him the appearance of, didn't look this up, Cernunos? I'm going to go with it. It sounds like something Cernunos? old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, Sir Nunez? It means the horned. Okay. The Celtic horned god of fertility. Nice. The hunt and the underworld. Three things you know I love. I love that. I don't like to admit that I love fertility, but who doesn't? I mean, come on. Her and the hunter is supposed to always appear in times of great national crisis. For example, he appeared in 1931, the Great Depression. Oh, shit. And right before World War II. Is he appearing right now? I'm, I'm sure he's just like, hello? <laughs> Guys, for the past two years. Hello. In nineteen, yeah, he's he's definitely a Brexit ghost for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely gonna show up. If that ever goes through. Uh, in 1962, he made a dramatic appearance with horse and what? hounds one night to a group of youths. Wow, guys! I'm telling you guys, the there's a lot going on upstairs. Fucking crazy. She was throwing stuff at him the other day. All right, they may sorry. be throwing themselves. Yeah, I think she quick dramatically listen. collapses. Quick, quick listen. A lot. Okay, yeah, nothing else. So, he made a dramatic appearance. This is in 62, 1962. Okay. With horse and hounds one night to a group of youths in the forest. Great. Listen to this. Bet they were psyched. The youths found a hunting horn and blew on it. Why would you do that? Why'd you be like, look at a fan, let's blow like on a it. shofar? That being said, I definitely would do it. Yes. Yeah, of course you would. At the edge of the clearing, the call was answered. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was. By another horn and the bang of hounds. Stop. What a Crazy. Dream. Suddenly, Hearn and his company appeared charging through the forest. The wow. youths dropped the horn and ran in panic. Some sightings of Hearn reported in connection. I know, right? Um, so there is alleged witchcraft that happens in the forest. Some contemporary witches um, recognize Sir Nunos as an aspect of the divine masculine. Ooh. So they basically conjure him to bone, I feel. I mean. Um, guess, guess what? What? Hearn is also one of the leaders of the wild hunt. Of course he is. Yeah, he flanks the Norse god, the Lisa. Expect nothing Nocturnal procession of the boy. dead, obviously, you guys all know. Mm-hmm. His name is associated with another leader of the dead, Herlequin or Harlequin, Ooh. who's associated with the devil. Um, there's also similar, like, horned huntsmen's in German and French lore. But I don't know their names. So that's her and the hunter, oh, my other husband. I love him. He's great. What a man. Now on to this insane folly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hammersmith ghost. Okay. This is truly crazy. I'm ready. It's a recurring ghost of the 19th century Suicide victim in Hammersmith, London, responsible for a murder in a case of mistaken identity. What? This ghost, I will say, also perhaps killed somebody and is responsible for someone's death. Oh, shit. History. Around 1802, a local man committed suicide and was buried in St. Paul's churchyard in Hammersmith. Reports of his ghost lurking in the churchyard began to circulate in October 1803, obviously Halloween time. Yeah. The figure, dressed in white robes, this is important, achieved quick notoriety and terrorized passersby at night. By December of that year, 
the ghost was said to attack a wagon and passengers and to assault people in lanes near the church. Oh, shit. Just going into the lane to get you. Wandering into that lane? On December 31st, the New Year's Eve, the ghost allegedly attacked and choked a man named Thomas Groom as he approached the churchyard. A newspaper uh, account told of the ghost wrapping its, quote, spectral arms, end quote, around a woman (laughs) who fainted, quote, kindly neighbors led her home, whereupon she took to her bed and never rose again. No. Now, I don't think that this was a ghost because witnesses say that they saw a ghostly figure discard of a white tablecloth and runner. Oh, come on. Which suggested that a live person was impersonating the ghost. Ghosts don't kill people. Not Mm-mm. often. They don't. And if they do, not with that's their not spectral how. arms. That's not how. No. Meanwhile, a bricklayer named James Millwood had been mistaken for the ghost a number of times. Oh, come on. Mill- Millwood wore his trade clothes, white flannel and a white apron Ugh. in the vicinity of St. Paul's a, after dark. He's just got a good look going. I know. He accidentally scared two women and a man, but assured them he was not a ghost. Yeah. I'm not a ghost. I'm not a ghost. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just my ghost. apron. It's just my apron. He threatened to punch the man in the head. I don't <laughs> Fair. know why. Fair. Millwood was advised by friends not to wear white around the church because of the ghost reports, but he ignored the advice. I love him. Francis Smith a vigilante customs officer you hate to hear <laughs> took it upon himself to hunt down the ghost. Oh, I want to like, see this movie. Oh, I would like to hunt the ghost myself. I want to like, see this direct to Netflix series. You're not even a customs officer. You're a vigilante. Like, I'll find the ghost. Appointed. I'll find it. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Armed with a rifle of his own buying and issuing not and nothing do to it, do with the official customs whatsoever. Smith went drinking at the Black Lion Lane Inn pub, which is too long of a name. B L L L. B L L I P. Blip. Near Bud Light Lime Inn. Bud Light Lime, love it. Near Inside a pub. <laughs> the church. On January 3rd, 1804. And then went out on Ghost Patrol. Yeah, baby. Around 11 p.m., he spotted a figure in white. Smith challenged the figure, but it kept moving towards him. He fired his gun. The figure proved to be Millwood. No. Who died instantly. On January 5th, an inquest was held at the Black Line Lane Inn. The very scene of the crime. Black Line Lane Inn. But that line in. And the jury found for an unlawful killing. Sad. The next day, January 6th, a man named James Graham was arrested for impersonating the ghost. Oh, come on! He was simply released on bail. What? If one man is... He got a man killed! I know. Uh, well, no, no. Not, um... Oh, I guess you're right, yeah. He he was the one that there's was no pretending way to, know to be if ghost he, all along? There's no way to know if he had been doing oh, it the whole okay. time. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it could have been. Sure. He could have also strangled that lady. Yeah. I'm glad they got him. But he was released on bail, so they didn't really get him at all. God. Smith, however, was arrested and charged with willful murder. On January 13th, justice was swift in those days. So, yeah, he was arrested on the fucking 5th. He was tried at the Old Bailey in London. Smith told the judge in his own defense, quote, I didn't kill him, but I honestly thought I was a ghost. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did kill him, but I honestly thought it was a ghost. Which is... 
Great defense. Fair enough. The jury quickly returned a verdict of manslaughter. Yeah, you got it. But the judge ordered them back to return with a verdict of murder. Oh, all right. The jury obeyed, and Smith was sentenced to death. Oh, shit. Okay. I do feel like... He's not playing around. I do feel like that's kind of... I mean, like... No, Smith was a jackass in this case. He received a royal pardon. What? And his sentence was commuted to a year of hard labor. I can't believe the idea of self-appointed <laughs> vigilante customs officer murdering somebody just like, because they thought he was a ghost. Like, I'm just breaking rocks here because I yeah. murdered a, a man. I, I did care, it was a ghost. but I, I thought it was a ghost, honestly. I thought it was a ghost. And the, now like, here, breaking rocks the fucking on the highest track. power in the land involved gets involved to pardon him. Oh, he just has to work hard for a year. Honestly, I do want to watch this show. I know. I want to play Smith. <laughs> I yeah. swear I did kill him, but yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a guy. <laughs> On January 28th, 1807, Graham was in trouble with the law again. This is the impersonator. Oh, come on. He was convicted of being drunk and disorderly. Yeah, whether mean, he, whether or not he was a real Hammersmith ghost was never proven. Probably had a bit of guilt, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, I will get into actual appearances of what they thought was the true ghost, because sometimes it's like, Boy Who Cried Wolf. How it's like, oh, it's an impersonator, it's an impersonator, it's an impersonator. Yeah, but, there but then the guy stops ghost. and it's like, there is still weird stuff going on. Yeah, like, have you ever seen the movie, like, Mungo? Yeah, girl, I've seen it. It's still one of the so most good. unsettling that ending, ones ever. That ending fucked me up Because of the f- so Yes, bad. that's the part. That's the part where everybody's like, the movie's over. That <gasps> oh, scared me so bad. Yeah, that'll keep you up for days. Ooh, listen, I watched that movie. Ooh, it's, it's fucking good. spooky. It's really good. Um, also, I think a inaugural feature for that filmmaker. Yeah. The Hammersmith, right. a New Zealand one is at that. The Hammersmith ghost disappeared for nearly two decades and then suddenly reappeared in the churchyard in 1825. Maybe Somehow, he was like, gotta wait for all this to die down. Probably. He's like, no more murders, no <laughs> yeah. blood on my hands. Somehow a legend of a periodic return took hold. Oh. So someone was like, like legend has it that every year. Yeah. yeah. They just every 34 years. took hold. The ghost was predicted to appear on August 3rd, 1955. On the appointed night, a crowd of about 100 people, that's not even that big of a crowd, <laughs> gathered at about 9.30 p.m. in St. Paul's Church. This Church-Hard, is our kind of event, to I know, be honest. Uh, in hopes of seeing the specter. More than 10 hoaxes were pulled. <laughs> Police escorted three... <laughs> you gotta respect that. <laughs> I know. Uh, they escorted three <laughs> impersonator ghosts from the premises. Oh. That alone is worth waiting so for fun. Mostly crowded, gone home already by midnight, disappointed at seeing nothing. However, at midnight, 17 people <gasps> reported seeing the ghost. Oh. A newspaper account reported that, quote, something in white, which, yeah, again, it's like, mm, not that descriptive, however, wafted out of <gasps> the northwest doors of the church, which were locked, and drifted over to a lone tomb belonging to Fenn and Colville family members who had died between 1792 and 1848. The ghostly figure was brilliant white and had no legs, according to witnesses. It floated over the tomb for about 20 seconds and then vanished into it. Oh, my God. Three women said that prior to the appearance of the ghost, they heard an unusual rushing sound like a sudden wind. The Hammersmith ghost was also predicted to appear on August 3rd, 2005, Despite media publicity, only about a half dozen people gathered in the churchyard, no. which is very low. And 
Um, it's your and my job to fix that. Well, when is the next one? No phenomenon were experienced that day. Several waited until 1 a.m. Now, hard to tell, and I'll get into this, but why, why did the ghost fail to appear that night? Yeah. People do say that recurring or anniversary ghosts sometimes die without explanation. Oh, no. It can be a change in the environment, a change in maybe they're just at rest now, maybe the right person died to join them. Oh, yeah. Um, something has shifted, and <sighs> they no longer come. That's sad. But maybe. If but the right person died to be them. with them, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, in this case, the churchyard itself has remained the same, but there's a lot of um, build-up roads, highways around it. Um, and for a lot of these, like, year annual ghosts, construction and the change in environment oh. seems to make a big difference. Does it? Do you know when the next one for that is going to be? It seems they like don't know. quite a while. Uh, we need to consult a medium, some kind oh, of clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I mean, just to, just to slide right into our tips, if you're waiting on a ghost, wait till midnight at least. At the very least. At the very least. At the very least. What are you doing going on early? It's 3 a.m., the witching hour. I stood outside negative degrees just looking at the blood moon. Yeah. Come on, you can stay. You, you gotta can stay, stay a and longer. wait. You think that ghost is gonna be like, oh, I respect your bedtime of no. 10.30. You gotta earn that ghost. No. You gotta earn you gotta that ghost. You gotta stay up. You really do. You oh. really do. Lord, a little. My tip is that just gonna beautiful. be not to climb Mount Everest. Oh, yeah, that Don't is a solid one. It. That's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, don't do it. Um, Hi, Mimi. Hi. Um, I really like those. And I really like that description of somehow a ghost that you did not create, even though it seems like it's sprung from your heart. Hun. Bahamsman. Yeah. Just an antlered man. I mean, like, it is the closest thing to, like, I don't know. You know I love some kind of a... Mr. Tumnus. Kind of, Yeah. I was going to think of, like, the Huntsman in Snow White was one of my first, like, imprints of, like, a sexy, almost-could-kill-you-but-like-lets-you-survive kind of person. I never read that part of Snow White. And I never saw the, the Huntsman Stewart movie. Um, oh, right. That is what that is. Yeah. I don't know the story of the Huntsman. In the real one, I think the queen sends him out after her to get her heart. Okay. And but then he he's like, wait, on I love you. I think he just, like, doesn't want to do it. I don't even know if it's, like, I love you. It's just, like, fuck. All right. This isn't what I signed up for as a huntsman. Sure. Yeah. And he goes back, I think, empty-handed or, or like, with a deer heart, I think it is. And he tries to trick her, but it doesn't work. It's his whole thing. I think um, I had a little deja vu then. And I think that I've mentioned deer hearts in boxes before on this podcast, but I don't know in what context. very possible. But not in the Huntsman context. Listener, if you know, please send us an email. We don't even know what we've talked about on this podcast. We don't know. But if you know, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email anyway. That's the Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on SpiritPod at Twitters. And on Instagram at That's the Spirit Podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we are hopefully going to have some new exciting stuff set up mm-hmm. for you. New ways to interact with us. Yeah, I have uh, less jobs now, so I'll be. I'll have a little bit more hey, time to. No, it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, I have. A, I have. I. I mean, I have not three different full time jobs, so yeah. that's good. I think it is probably for for like 
your heart and soul, I do yeah. think it's probably good. It's good. I'll have a little more time for some For those creatives. deals and deals. Oh, you know. an online shop. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. Uh, my other tip is to save your money and don't buy three Dutch ovens. <laughs> if you can or, help it. Or think of it as save $1,500, spend $150. You're right. And listener, I do think... Do you use any kind of alert to let yourself know when there's a steal or a deal? Or are you just like Google? No. What do you do? I just like, it's honestly a well-honed skill that I've crafted over time. All right. Well, listener, just be on the lookout. You can also download the Honey extension in Chrome. There you go. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there is, okay. Yeah. It's not nothing. That way it applies coupons that are on the internet already so you don't have to find them. Oh, like Retail Me Not I don't know what that is. That's when you Google name brand plus coupon <laughs> it's usually the oh yeah <laughs> but this is even easier yeah uh yeah it does sound easier honestly <sighs> anything you can get you can get with a coupon don't buy anything full price dummies never, no never do it don't and go to everest and don't buy your patagonia it goes stop on you need sale. to go on everest with yeah don't buy full price wait till it's august oh you then fools. buy a winter coat fools. buy a bathing suit now yeah do it buy it now Although right now they're a little up there because it's a honestly yeah, it's spring time. spring break, yeah. yeah. But honestly, also you could probably find a good deal. Poll um, of the week: Should I go on a cruise or not? Yes, I'm leaving it up to you, probably. listeners. Listener, smash that subscribe <laughs> button. Smash that subscribe rate <laughs> and subscribe. Yes, subscribe. Yeah, let us know how we did today. I know that we talked way too much about steals, but listen. We're trying to help you and each other. I don't have a current therapist, so this is all I've got. Mm, Goodbye. We love you so much. And we'll see you in hell. Bye. Can you sing moon? Moon, moon, fla, 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 fla. So beating and bad. Moon, moon. You'll have to come back next time to hear the rest. (laughs) Bye. Bye.